as we enter into officially week number 14 in Project 70, is it buyer beware on the brand new player autographs. And I'm, and I'm saying this out loud for one reason. Blake Jameson, over the past couple of days, keeps putting eyes in the shush emote on people talking about Jared Kelnick. And I'm really curious, is Blake Jameson going to put Jared Kelnick in Project 70? So when I said that on Friday night, I was about, let's say 2080, that it actually was gonna be a reality. But sure enough, on Monday, we saw Blake Jameson release his fifth card, and it's no one other than Jared Kelnick. Welcome to episode number 37 of the Project 70 Show. My name is Chris, otherwise I'm on Twitter, and Instagram is at CRT underscore sports cards, and my website is your number one resource for everything related to Project 70, and that is simply CRTSportsCards.com. So now before we do talk about that Kelnick auto and base card from Blake Jameson, we do need to finish recapping week number 13 because on Monday morning, we did see the final 12 print runs from week number 13, and something very important happened, but you know what? The earth didn't end, the sky didn't fall, a number got posted, and we all went on with our day. But let's take a quick look back at all 12 print runs. So there it is. Don sees Alex Rodriguez under 1,000. 930 copies to be exact. Closer to 900 than 1,000. But I will still say this until it gets proven another four times. It is still harder to sell under 1,000 than it is to sell over 10,000. We may see 10K broken a couple of times this week. We will see how the cards sell in the coming weeks. But right now, in the moment, that Don C is the very first card from Project 2020 and Project 70 that is now under 1,000. And does it mean anything? Absolutely not. That card was a massive risk. I said on Friday, I don't know many Mariner fans who are looking to purchase a Alex Rodriguez card in a Mariners uniform based on how he left the organization and the fans responded. They didn't buy the card. So it's just one number in a sea of 1,020. I don't think it means anything long term because you saw what happened on Monday with the Jared Kelnick cards. Those things sold out immediately after they were posted. So if the artists released the right players, the demand is going to be there. So let's not focus on 930. Let's focus in on 33-35. That's Sophia Chang, Ronald Acuna. Very, very healthy print run number, even though it did come in under sort of our, our gambling number of five to 6,000. That is now the lowest printed Acuna in the set. Will his numbers continue to fall, or will this card be the lowest Acuna in the set going forward? Also, 2801. Very, very nice showing here by Ichiro, the player with the most amount of cards in the set at seven. That Snoop Dogg card, you know, some people liked it, some people didn't like it, but I think a print run number just under 3K is a very, very nice number at this time of the set. But if we're all being honest with ourselves right now, those numbers, 33, 35, 2801, 930, they're irrelevant right now. They don't matter. What matters is the, the change that Topps made on the Monday cards when it came to that Kelnick. There are now player autographs in this set, and they are very, very limited. But I think we really need to go down memory lane here and really talk about what happened this time last year in Project 2020, because I'm terrified 
that we're just about to go down that road again and that we're not gonna learn our lesson from last year. So right about this time last year in Project 2020, the print run started to get bigger and bigger and bigger and the secondary values of these cards started getting bigger and bigger at the same time. But on the back side of things, the shipping window got slower and slower and slower because the print runs got so large and they eventually burst and peaked at over 99,000 over 48 hours. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the concern with these autographs. So now let's relate what happened to Project 2020 to these Jared cards here. Let's say over the next three to four weeks, he goes on an Aaron Judge 2017 tear and just lights up the game. What is going to happen with these 70 autographs? Or let's use any artist here that releases any player autograph. Apparently, they're going to be releasing, uh, each artist is going to have one player to release as an autograph. But let's just take Jared here for an example. Let's say over the next month, he goes, he just goes bananas and, he, and he's, his cards are worth six, seven, ten X what they're worth right now. What's going to happen with these original $200 out of 70 purchases? They're going to get flipped, they're going to get flipped, they're going to get flipped, and they're going to get flipped again. So it's going to be an economy built around or built basically on a house of cards. Because here's the trick with these Jared cards. The shipping window on these cards is 15 to 20 weeks. So if you're about to plop down 600 bucks, 800 bucks, maybe a grand in the future, 1200 bucks, you may kiss that money goodbye completely because good luck getting your money back after five months if a seller does not deliver on their goods. So many people were burned in Project 2020 by canceled pre-orders, by people selling cards they didn't own because they were flipping a flip of a flip. It just became very, very messy. So if you were not one of the lucky people to buy this card on the top website or any autograph in the future, and you're about to buy it on the secondary market, you must do your research on the seller. Do not just give someone your money for the next six months without any kind of protection or recourse. I think the best way to do this right now is to wait to see when these do come live. They are telling us right now 15 to 20 weeks on these autographs. It could be longer. Some of them don't even, some of them may never even get produced. I'm not saying Tops would do that, but we still have Mike Trout autographs from Project 2020 that have not surfaced. Also, Derek Jeter's have not surfaced. And so there are a lot of questions on can these cards get produced in the time frame to give you buyer protection. The last thing you wanna do is give someone 600 bucks or a grand and they burn you in six months because there's not many of us out there that can spend $1,000 and get nothing in return and be happy with ourselves. But does the card work as a $20 purchase on the tops.com website to have in your house in a few weeks? Absolutely. This is a very, very classic designed from Blake Jamison. If you're a Blake Jamison fan, you are going to love this card. This is also gonna be the third card in the set that I buy five of. I'm keeping that as sort of my mythical range when it comes to the cards I really, really like. And no surprise here, it's a Mariner. So go buy this card. It's great to see Topps putting an in-the-moment rookie in the set. And the fact that an artist can basically work overnight, create a piece of artwork from scratch, 
get it released in like 48 hours. So thank you, Blake, for doing this. Thank you, Tops, for doing this. This is exciting, and I hope to see more of it as the year progresses because we've got like 800 more cards to go. So keep this train moving. But now what else got released on Monday? We didn't just have Blake Jameson release a card by himself. We also had the first Marlin. And I will tell you this straight up, and it's still on the website right now. I may never change it, but I instinctively put Florida Marlins on Gary Sheffield. And thank you to Mims Bands for putting out the first Marlins card, but also giving Gary Sheffield sort of the pick your hat, do whatever you want to when it comes to to whatever team you think of Gary Sheffield. But it was nice to see this card come out of Sheffield. That batting stance is legendary. His son has that same sort of batting stance and demeanor at the plate. But here it is, 1971 Thompson. This sort of crushes my soul a little bit because it takes that very, very famous black border and turns it bright blue. I'll get over it. I'll get it in in a few weeks. I'll put it, I'll display it. But we'll see how it works, but I'm just glad to see that the Marlins are in Project 70 and there is another 1971 Tops card. But if now running the bases is more your speed when it comes to baseball card, here it is, Joshua Vidas with his Bernie Williams. This is Bernie Williams' second card in the set. And the way that Vidas did his line work, you can really almost feel Bernie Williams turning second there. So this card does feel fast to me. Um, I do like this card, although there are people out there, of course, who do not like Vitas' style. I think this card is now his best one in Project 70, just because you can see it and you feel the speed of Bernie Williams rounding the bases. But now when it comes to the card that I am struggling the most with, uh, when it comes to the Monday and the Tuesday cards, it is this Brittany Palmer, Frank Thomas. And you know the one thing that I applaud artists for when it comes to Project 2020 versus 70, and that is range of their artwork. But when you take a look at all of her cards so far, they're all so different. I don't know which one is good, which one is bad. I don't know their art direction. I don't know the art style. So I just have so many questions about what is being done here with these cards and what the true vision is when it comes to having four cards out already and they all look so drastically different. I'm really curious in the comments below, if you are collecting Brittany Palmer from the beginning of Project 70, what are your thoughts? What am I missing here on all of these cards being so different from each other? Am I missing a link of the first one now all the way to that Frank Thomas? But now as we turn our focus to the Tuesday cards, this is gonna be our very first contender of the can I print a card in the 10,000 range. Lauren Taylor puts out her fifth card. It is now the very first time we've ever seen Bo Jackson in Project 70. I know it took some licensing tricks to make this happen, but here it is, Kansas City Royals for the very, very first time with Bo Jackson. So it kind of feels like another Mickey Mantle, although we have seen the Yankees numerous times by then when that card came out. But this is our time really to shine in Project 70. Can and will this card get over 10,000? I think it's very, very difficult at the moment, but let's see if we can surprise Lauren Taylor by getting this card over 10,000. And now one card that will not come near 10,000, but look, that's not a good thing or a bad thing when it comes to Project 70. 
Permanent number is just a number on a board. What really matters is your connection to the artist and the subject at hand. We have Fuji with their Don Sutton. So this is gonna challenge the fans here. Yes, this is a double Dodger release today. There are no Yankees saves, so that's maybe a good thing for some fans out there. But I'm very, very curious. Fuji will Fuji. He's gonna do what he wants to. This is an interesting subject to put in the set. I am most curious here is how will this card sell this week? And also joining Don Sutton today is going to be Mr. Cartoon with his Clayton Kershaw. You could make the argument right now, this is Mr. Cartoon's best player in the set so far. He has taken a very unique approach with his set so far, releasing two manager cards, Dick Allen along with CC Sabathia. So this is gonna be interesting to see where this card lands. He's had some very, very low print runs, but will Dodger fans respond to this Kershaw? I would think they would. When you think about LA, you think about Mr. Cartoon, this has a high print run written all over it. I just really hope Dodger fans pick up both the Sutton and the Kershaw today on the Topps website. And if we're not careful here, we're about to have people on Twitter and social media start complaining about too many Cubs cards because here we have Futura releasing another Cubs card. When it rains, it pours like it is right now in Seattle. But here it is, Ernie Banks joins the fray again in Project 70. And it's great to see a little more love going to the Chicago Cubs. This card is very true to what Futura is doing in their set, so there's no real surprises here. But when I did see the first part of the card on the left side, I thought it was like a paw coming out from the card. I don't think that's what it is, it's just more of a design, but I thought from a Cubs perspective, that was a really, really cool addition to the card if you see it the way I see it. And so when it comes to the giveaway on tonight's show, I'm actually not gonna give away a card for free tonight. I really wanna go back to the drawing board now that we're past card 200 in the set and really maybe change up the giveaway a little bit. So I wanna spend about a week going through this and figuring out different things. With it being now four cards per day versus three, the economics are a little bit different when it comes to buying one extra card versus two. So I really wanna figure that out. So if you do have a suggestion in the comments below, I am all ears. I really want to know what you would like to see. If you're thinking about how can we offer a free card to show, I would love to hear from the community. So leave your comment below. With that, have a fantastic Tuesday evening. Go buy our cards on the tops.com website, and I'll see you back on Friday night for episode number 38 of the Project 70 show.